it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan. I'm your host. Every week we get together right here on Inspired News Radio and we talk a little bit about sales and marketing. And today, don't panic. That is the title of our episode. Don't panic. We've been on the march to SPI. As you know, we're only uh, six weeks away now from Solar Power International. And as most of you know, uh, most of my listeners know that I come from the solar industry still very active in the solar industry. So we have Solar Power International in Anaheim, California, coming up on September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. That week, we'll be down in Anaheim, and we are working our way towards this uh, very large event. Last week, we talked about, I was a guest with uh, the solar marketing guys, Mike Wolpert and the team, and we talked a little bit about the actual overall 90,000-foot view of getting ready for uh, a large event like Solar Power International. Now, we broke it down into three buckets. One, everything you do prior to the show. Two, what you do at the show or during the event or trade show, as we're calling it. And then three, what do you do afterwards? So today we're five, or sorry, six weeks away, uh, about a little under 50 days, and the title of the show is Don't Panic. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what you actually should be doing right now to get ready. So sales and marketing have worked together. We've talked last week about how, you know, we don't want to talk about putting the booth together and getting the booth space and all of that other things that go along uh, with a large event. That should be handled 100% by marketing. Now, of course, you can have ins- input and you can you know, work with the team and let them know that uh, there are things that you can do from a sales side, from a tactical approach, and sometimes from a strategic approach, but you can help. But the main thing that uh, you should be doing right now is working on what customers and, and appointments and prospects are you going to get. So now is the time. Don't panic. You still have you know six weeks to get there. So The entire sales team should be working together now in unison. You should be going through your account list on a regular basis. Your Monday morning sales meeting now should be all about SPI. And there should be a big section on your sales meeting about SPI. Who's attending? Do you know that they're attending? Are you working with marketing to get an invitation out to some type of event maybe at Uh, the booth. Maybe you're having a cocktail party. Uh, Maybe you're having a hospitality suite. Maybe you're having a giveaway or some kind of event or something at the booth that you would need an invitation for. Why, you might ask? Because you're now in that position where you want to pick up the phone and you want to call and say, hey, Joe, are you going to SPI? And the answer is yes or no. Shouldn't really matter, but we're going to talk about that. Yes is the first decision tree. Great. Well, the reason why I wanted to find out if you and any of your other colleagues were going, because we're having a little bit of a cocktail party on Wednesday night, and I needed to send you an email invite 
and you need to reply RSVP so that I'll know how much booze to buy. So here's what I need. Uh, Joe, can you tell me who's coming from your company? Okay, so I have Sally and I have Frank and I have Harry. Could I get their email addresses too? See what I'm doing there? So now I'm going to send them a uh, preformed email that is an evite that says, hey, come by our booth 123 on Wednesday night at 5 o'clock. We're going to have a little uh, in-booth soiree and come by and have a little uh, hot dog and a beer or a, you know wine and cheese or something like that that you've uh, worked out with the marketing team. That gives you the in to actually make that phone call and set that up. Hey, while I got you on the phone, Joe, I really need to know uh, if somebody from your company, uh, is there a chance I could get on somebody's calendar for 15 or 30 minutes to talk about our new and then whatever it happens to be, whether it's new, old, you know, here's my value proposition. Oh, okay. Well, I I understand you're, you know, completely booked. I understand that. So what I'd like to do, if that's okay with you, Joe, is kind of just shoot you a quick video uh, it's less than three minutes. It won't take you but a second to, to watch it. And, you know, I'd also like you to pass it on to any of the other folks that are going to be at SPI this year because they can come by the booth and get a uh, demonstration or, uh, you know, get a see the latest widget, whatever. Well, here's what the video is. We'll come back to that. We're going to circle back around. So they say, yes, you can send me the video or yes, I'd love to, you know, set the appointment for to come and see you. So there's a decision tree in each one of these decisions that you're making. It's either a yes and you're going on down this path or no, or you're going down this path. Eventually the no's all converge on a drip marketing system and you kind of put them all into a bucket and, you know, stir them around. But in the meantime, you've got a yes. Uh, there's somebody that would like to stop by and see you at the booth. Great. You know, I have my CEO available for a 15-minute uh, uh, brief conversation if that person is available this afternoon. I've got a few minutes of the CEO's time. He could give them a call, and maybe they could uh, have a friendly face then when he gets to the booth. They'll know who to ask for. Uh, my CEO is going to be there, of course, along with my COO and my CTO, and we're going to have them in the meeting uh, with you because you're that important to us. Okay, so now what you've done is you've carved out some of the CEO or the CTO or the COO, some of the executive team's time, and you've got 5, 10, 15 minute calls. Now, this is a big prospect we're talking about. So this is somebody that you're big game hunting now. This isn't, uh, you know, mom and pop fly by night, just a run of the mill lead. This is a big game. We're hunting elephants. So the CEO picks up the phone and he calls, you know, maybe Joe or someone else, you know, Harry or Sally and advances that opportunity. Hey, I guess we're going to get together at SPI. I saw on the calendar you guys were popping up and you're coming to the cocktail party. I'm so glad to hear that. I would really look forward to meeting you. Now, you see what's happening here. We're building rapport with a suspect that we're turning into a prospect because we don't know these people. We haven't met them yet, or if we have, it's just been in passing. We're trying to get them to a point where they know, like, and trust us. Now, in those Monday morning sales meetings, we have already started talking about what a new client actually brings to us. Well, we look through our, 
our CRM and we figure out that a new customer on average with one year staying with us is worth X, you know, $100,000, let's say. So every one of those new customers that we get is a $100,000 return, which goes directly to the ROI of why we're going to this trade show. So this is the preliminary of what we're trying to do to show why it's important to be at these trade shows. So your Monday morning sales meeting talks about, yes, we've got this plan. These are our customers. These are our suspects. These are our prospects. This is what we're going to do with each one of those, each of them, and how we're going to advance them to the next level. So you're going to have multiple buckets. You're going to have complete suspects that have no idea who you are, which is going to take some marketing effort. And they may come by and, and see you and they may come to the cocktail party and they may, you know, actually give you an appointment. So the chances of them actually closing and getting anything in the pipeline by the time you get through the event is probably very low, but it's a great opportunity to build that rapport and start down the road of no like, and trust. The second bucket, suspects, people that have maybe get, gotten a proposal from us in the past, know who we are, maybe have asked for some budgetary pricing, maybe even has bought one project in the past or something that they have. There's some uh, you know, tenuous connection to them. In that particular case now, you're looking at the opportunity to strengthen that relationship. So you're looking for an all-out full-court press engineering if you have a high, a very complex technical product or service. The CEO, the CTO... The CEO is going to work on the relationship. The, the salesperson is using the credibility of, of giving time with the CEO. Everybody feels special if I can get onto the CEO's calendar for a few minutes. So I can have my CEO available, Joe, for a meeting at SPI. I'm unfortunately only going to have him for about 15 minutes. So let's, let's tighten this up and confirm. Can you be there at 11 o'clock at the booth? on Tuesday for sure. All right, let me get your cell phone number. I'm going to send you a text, a reminder. I don't want to look bad in front of my boss. The CEO is is really got a limited time on his calendar. Uh, let's make sure. Okay, right here. I'm going to send you an email a couple of days before just to confirm to make absolutely sure nothing's changed. Now, who's coming from your organization that'll be in this meeting? Okay, Harry, Sally, Joe. Okay, I've got it all there. Now, I'm going to put together an executive summary of that meeting. What is the goal of that meeting? Why do I need the CEO? Why is he, he or she there? What are they going to do? I'm going to put it in a manila folder and I'm going to copy it to whomever of the executives that are going to be there. And when they sit down at the meeting at SBI, I'm going to hand them their folder right before we walk in the meeting. They're going to open it up and there's going to be an executive summary. You're meeting with Joe, Harry, and Sally. They are XYZ. Here's what they do. Here's why we're having this meeting. And here's what I need you to do to help me advance this, this uh, prospect into a customer. If you do that, your CEO will not only love you, but it'll also show your level of professionalism and get you ready to go. Now, that executive summary is really, really important. And it's also important to have a pre-meeting before you actually op the doors actually open at your event. So you're meeting with your entire sales team, the booth staff, the CEO, all the executives that are going to be there, and you have a review of what it is you're trying to accomplish while you're there. Now, let's get back to that video. 
So here's the deal. You're going to be prospecting and getting ready for this major event. There are going to be tens of thousands of people here. It is going to be a crazy, insane madhouse. You're going to be pulled in a hundred different directions. So you want to be as prepared as you possibly can. So what I propose is what's called a video sales letter. Now, what is a video sales letter? That is nothing more than just you or I, like we're doing right now, a voiceover over top of a two to three minute video about the company and the value pro uh, prospect. Uh, now, what, what do I mean by that? What problem are you solving for the customer? Well, you know, we're a waterproofing company and you've got a water leak. So here's what we do and here's why we do it. And here's the best part about it is because don't listen to us, even though we're you know, we're telling you, let me tell you about three large customers that have, have also have had the same exact experience and they're all very happy and satisfied and I can either put them up in print and voiceover or I can actually segment in a small 30 second video that says, hey, these guys do a great job at waterproofing and they're fantastic and I've been using them for years. And obviously the more marquee level that customer is, the better off you're going to be because it's it's like everybody knows if you sell napkins and you have the you know ceo of mcdonald's that comes on and says hey we only use abc napkins and they're the best that's a lot of credibility right so that's a third party credibility and it's somebody else talking in their ear not you so you're now to have told the customer through a video sales letter who you are and what you do now why did i say do that on a video sales letter a vsl Here's the reason why. It's real easy uh, to send a PDF that's very dense with data. It's got all the data sheets. It's you know 13 pages long. It's six-point font. Never going to get read, especially unless there's a actual project that an engineer needs to read for some specification. But I promise you a one- to three-minute video talking about the value proposition and what problem is being solved and the fact that it's really well done, I bet they'll even forward it on to the other people that are necessary. It's real easy to hit send, you know, or share or forward, and you can send that video over to procurement and say, hey guys, have we thought about these guys? You know, they make really great waterproofing and they're obviously pretty good because, you know, that other customer that we talked about, well, they're actually using them already. They're like our biggest competitor. Oh my gosh, uh, maybe we should talk about them or talk to them. So that video sales letter can be passed around multiple times inside an organization. So don't don't make it too dense. Don't make it, you know, it could be almost whimsical. You want to just have a, you could literally have a whiteboard where you just draw it out and not have your face, but do a voiceover. You could do PowerPoint slides with text that are voiced over if you want to do it on a very low budget, or you could actually do, you know, a flyover of, of, some product or service that you sell, your your biggest testimonial standing up in a field talking about, you know, what they what they do. So you can go as big budget or as low budget as you want, but it's really important that you put the the right order. So here's the problem we solve and we probably think that you have that problem. We're not going to state it uh, overtly, but we think you probably have this problem and we solve that problem. Isn't that lucky for us? And here's what we do and why we do it and what we believe. We believe that a 
you know every customer deserves the best we believe that you know and don't believe don't don't just believe us here's another customer testimony that talks about well i had a problem last year and and that waterproofing just didn't work as well as i thought it did but you know the ceo came out he personally did the inspection and he made it right and on top of that we had a huge barbecue after we fixed the problem and everything was good so you know of course any or all of that could be you know made up or true so it's up to you so the nice thing about it is is now think about it you've got six weeks left you're making those phone calls now what is the goal what should you be shooting for well depending on the the event depending on the company and a bunch of other things you should be filling about every you know half hour to 45 minutes with a new prospect or suspect coming to your booth and having a conversation with you. And I would mix it up between, you know, 50% of the time you should be talking to customers that are already buying from you and making sure that they're happy and they're going to continue to buy from you. And 50% of the time you should be looking at suspects and prospects to, to augment and bolster those customers. Now, obviously, it would be great if at, you have a big enough trade show booth and a big enough budget that you could have multiple tables or multiple conference rooms and you could fill up you know, a whole bunch of different things. Now, I'm talking about just your standard you know, 10 by 20 type of booth that is just standard at every trade show, enough room for a table and a couple of chairs, and you just sit down and have, have a conversation and get, those, get that schedule lined out fully. All right, so we're on the march to SPI. I have just all kinds of faith in the fact that we're going to be doing the right things. So I'm going to recap just briefly. Last week we talked about the overall arching, how we get there, what we do, the buckets that we do before, the bucket that we do during the show, and then the bucket afterwards in the follow-up. So right now we're still in the pre-planning stages, and I tell you, don't panic. You still have six weeks. But six weeks will fly by pretty fast. So keep a full court press on getting those appointments. Get those suspects and prospects at your booth. Work with your marketing department to find out what it is that will draw them in. Find out where they are all gathered, right? Make sure that you have a target list every Monday morning on your sales meeting. Talk about the five biggest accounts. You know, I, I used to call it my top five. So we used to call it T5s, which stood for the top five. Who are your T5 accounts? What are the top five accounts that you want for what reason? Marquee value, you know, they have the the best marquee value, meaning everybody knows who they are, and having them in our portfolio makes them well worthwhile. Uh, maybe they're the highest technical rating. Maybe they're the uh, company that pays the fastest. Maybe they're the you know one who does the most recommendations or does the most you know marketing or co-marketing with their vendors. These are all things. Uh, that you should have in your back pocket ready to go. And every Monday morning, you should be the leader. Be the leader. So get out there. Get ready for your event. I'll see you in Anaheim on September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. I will be there. This is Anaheim or Bus, the march on to SPI. So don't panic. There's six weeks left. And next week, we're going to talk about once you have the appointment, now, how do you get prepared and do all the other things other than actually talking to that client? What are the other things that you should be doing and prepping for and being ready for 
SPI in Anaheim. So this is Scott Sullivan. I'm your host of Sales with Sully, and every single week we talk about how to make you better at being a sales professional. You can always reach me as the same old ways that all of you do. You can reach me on Twitter at Sales with Sully, real easy. You find me on LinkedIn. I'm not hard to find. Scott Sullivan everywhere on LinkedIn. And, of course, friend me on Facebook. I have a Sales with Sully page. Please like my page. And you can friend me on Facebook, and we'll stay connected. So until September 24th, you guys remember, it's Sales with Sully, and I am always in your corner helping you be a better sales professional. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.